Hey y'all, it's uh, 219, it's actually 220, and uh, we're getting things set up with Kate Bollinger here at the WTJU uh, studio. I think this is going to work, we'll find out. Kate, are you there? Yes, Yay. hello. Awesome. Hey. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. And, um, you know, this is, uh, you, you know, no stranger to... Um, to listeners of this show or of WTJU, but, uh, and, and Kate is, um, a Charlottesville native and a UVA grad, but I don't want y'all to think that this is just home cooking because, uh, Kate Bollinger has blown up over the last two years. And I got these stats from, I think a post of yours that last year you had 102 million streams. Yeah. It's pretty weird. And yeah. 2.3 million listeners. Yeah. What, how does that feel? feels weird it doesn't feel real because it's uh like the internet so it kind of feels like it's not actually a thing yeah who are all these people (laughs) i know exactly um but it's exciting i don't know it's kind of wild and it's just been fun like on the last tour that i did opening for real estate people showed up and some people came for me which was really exciting yeah Um, awesome um so uh, let's see, you, you grew up in Charlottesville. Um, what was, I and mean, this wasn't terribly long ago, it's not like you were, you know, sneaking into tracks or anything like that, but what was your, and I know you had a musical family growing up. Yeah. What was, uh, what was your musical like life like growing up here in Charlottesville? Um, well, my mom is a musician. She's a music therapist and she made um, children's albums. So growing up, I was always kind of a part of her music she would write children's songs and then record at Virginia Arts I think that's what it's called um or Virginia Music and Arts um and so I was always singing with her and then both of my brothers also always had bands and were playing music and stuff in the basement so it was just sort of always around I was never really pushed into it or anything and did you go out to see your brothers play and Yeah, I remember, like, I have a really strong memory of going to the Gravity Lounge when it was still around mm-hmm. and seeing a band called Body for Karate. Um, and my mom took me with her and I got to, like, dance with his high school friends and girlfriend. That must was, have been so exciting. Yeah, it was really fun and exciting for me when I was little. So um, a little inside baseball for the listeners out there. Um, Kate and I were in a class together at UVA. And on the first day of class, I, I asked the, everybody to submit, you know, an index card with like one of your all time favorite bands. And, you know, there were some cool ones, but Kate's was a band I did not expect to see. And it was the Extraordinaires, um, which I guess your brother played in. Mm-hmm. One of your brothers did. Um, yeah, he just played violin on one, I think, or two of their albums. Records. Okay. So what was... Um, what was the, and, and of course I had to see who this person was and that's how we met. And I started hearing Kate's songs. Um, she, she sent me stuff and I was like, this is, this is really good <laughs> playing it for other people. Like, am I just f- flipping out? Cause oh. I know this person or is this really good? And people were like, yeah, this is great. Um, and, uh, the first song that we're going to hear is, uh, I think the first song that you sent me, um, Maybe not the very first, but it was that one where I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is great. And it's called Untitled. And um, I don't know, any uh, any 
anything you'd like to say about this song before we get rolling? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I will always love this song. I think it's one of the first songs that I um, played with a band. On, like I had a band play on it. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's really special to me. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the first time I played with a band and felt saw my songs in a way that I that I wanted to. Right, so. right. Um, and uh, and you're going to hear, uh, we'll play other tracks and you'll recognize the sound. I mean, I think one of the things that um, marks your, your music in the last couple of years is you've got a very well-defined sound. And even though songs are different, have different moods and things like that, the sonic qualities um, hang together in a really cohesive way. And I guess that's due to having a lot of the same people on each song. I think so, yeah. So um, here's here's the um, here's the the song we're talking about. It's called Untitled, and you're listening to WTJU at two twenty six. Too many holes with 
Kate Bollinger and Untitled here on Radio Fredonia, WTJU. Today's program is sponsored by Mudhouse Coffee Roasters. Mudhouse is brewing on the downtown mall in Crozet, Charlottesville, and the newest location at the 10th Street Warehouse is Mudhouse. Beautiful coffees, thoughtfully sourced and carefully roasted for you. So, yeah, that's, uh, to me, kind of one of the, the blueprints of the, the, the Kate Bollinger sound. And, and maybe... Um, can you introduce the band? I mean, I know they're not yeah. with you, but I'd love to hear more about the cats. Definitely. Um, so on that song, it was, I had Jimmy Trussell on bass, um, Chris Lewis on guitar, Jacob Grissom on drums, who's one of my best friends from high school, uh, and John Trainum on keys. And he uh, produced and mixed and engineered everything, the whole EP. And and of those um, of those players, who is still playing with you? Who's been sort of um, constant for you since then? All of them, a little bit on and off, but um, right now, and the people that came on the real estate tour were Jimmy and Chris, the bassist and guitarist. Mm-hmm. So it's been kind of like an alternating cast, I guess, but mostly the same. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Um, so uh, we were just talking about. Um, I don't know about, I guess, career stuff or, you know, how, how these things generate and, uh, and bloom. And, um, one of the things that seems to have been kind of, um, instrumental is, is, uh, uh, your connection with Space Bomb out of, out of Richmond. Um, what can you tell us about, about how that happened? Um, I met, Matt White, who started Space Bomb, uh, the label and studio, um, I guess kind of toward the beginning of the pandemic, we we met up just somewhere outside in Richmond. He, I guess, had heard my songs and reached out um, because he knew that I was in Virginia and we got coffee. And then just he was one of the first people I feel like that had already done a lot of stuff in the music industry who I met and uh talked to and really hit it off with and then we just started meeting up to write songs together mm-hmm. um, like every couple weeks and it was kind of a regular thing mm-hmm. and had you moved to Richmond at this point uh yeah I think I just moved yeah. to Richmond when we started doing that and so you know Space Bomb I, I, I know it is a label and you know sort of a house band backing mm-hmm. band um, sort of a stable of musicians do they have other industry like um uh, I don't know, um, I'm blanking out on the word, but do they do uh, management and they press do. and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, they do. I know that they have sort of just, it's kind of like a strong team of people that sort of do everything. Like they have Trey Pollard who does string arrangements. He's done a lot of string arrangements for different artists. Mm-hmm. Um and then like Parker, my friend Parker and, you know, Parker, he's managed by Brooks who works at Space Bomb. So it's kind of, they have everybody. I feel like they do everything there. Do you have cool. management through Space Bomb or Not someone else? I just, I'm managed by um, two just independent managers who are best friends. Mm-hmm. Got it. And so when, um, how did it come about that you got signed to, to Ghostly International and congratulations on Thank that? You. That's That's amazing. Thank you. Um, yeah, I love them. They um, just kind of reached out, I guess we were sort of like my managers and I were sort of looking for a label and putting feelers out, but everybody, especially during the pandemic was sort of 
I think only looking to sign sure things like TikTok people that right. had blown or whatever. So it's definitely a little bit harder, I think, to find a label in the past couple of years. But they, yeah, they just reached out and we talked a bunch and they were the label that I felt the strongest about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked that they used to be like historically they're an electronic label, but they're trying to branch out, which I thought was cool and I don't know I thought maybe they would be more open to me just sort of doing whatever I wanted like releasing this kind of song and then releasing a project that's maybe totally different so like is a, that, go ahead I'm sorry I was just gonna say I was sort of attracted to them being sort of genre fluid I guess yeah 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 so I mean is that um is that sort of a hint of what your next album or EP is gonna be like I mean is it gonna be you know different thing I think so yeah I think it's definitely going in sort of a different direction than what I've done in the past yeah and so what uh when is that coming out and what's um what's the timeline and yeah how's the Um, writing and recording going so it's done for this EP I the first single Yards Gardens they came out um that's the first one off the EP and then I have two coming out sort of at toward the beginning of the year and then the EP will come out okay um, you mentioned uh, Matthew E. White. Y'all actually have a show coming up, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We, yeah, with an artist called Benet um, at the Broadberry, Richmond. Okay, cool. And um, and and we're going to talk about your your recent tour with Real Estate in a bit, and your upcoming tour um, with Faye Webster, which is going to be amazing. It sounds amazing, and and then the subsequent leg in Europe, um, which I want to hear more about. But uh, for now, why don't we listen to that uh, newly recorded, newly released track, um, Yards Gardens, which has a pretty awesome video as well. You mentioned Parker. That's Parker Amy of Good Dog Nigel, who plays like a, what, a private investigator or a cop or? Yeah, he's uh, he's a private investigator. Okay. And, um, you know, we, we, we do want to encourage you to check the video out uh, at some point. But right now we're going to listen to Yards Gardens. It's a, it is a really sunny number. And uh, anything else to say about this one? Oh, um, I mean, I could say a lot about the video, but the song is recorded live with the band at White Star, oh, wow. Virginia. Oh, cool. So right down the road. Yep. All right, here it is, Kate Bollinger, Yards Gardens.
All right. That's uh, Kay Bollinger and uh, Yards Gardens, uh, her latest single. And uh, Kate's with us. Thank you so much again for coming in today. To Whoops, to WTJU. Now you're on. Um, are you there? Yes. Okay, hello. excellent. Yes, thank you. Um, so um, we were sort of uh, hinting about this real estate tour that you just uh, finished up. Um, was that the, the biggest, most extensive tour you've been on? Up to yeah. Now? Yeah. It was the longest one. It was 15 shows in 17 days. Wow. So, um, yeah. And good crowds. Yeah. Really good crowds, especially. I was surprised. I think some of the best shows were in Kentucky. We played Louisville and Lexington, and it was like just the best crowds. That's some awesome. Yeah. Did, um, you know, real estate, of course, they've been around for like 10 or 12 years um, and have been through all of this, you know, several times over and had a lot of success. Did you um, learn anything from them either through something that they like wanted to tell you as an, you know, as an up and comer or something that you just sort of gleaned from watching them? Yeah. I mean, they were all, they were so nice. They were just some of the nicest people ever. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I have, one story that's it's not really something that I learned from them that but I just thought it was funny and it kind of shows how comfortable touring can be eventually um but it's not right now necessarily um but the first night of tour we pulled up to the hotel Jimmy my bassist routed us there and um he was using like this touring app to get us there and we pulled up to the hotel and we were like, damn, this is way nicer than any place we've ever stayed. This is crazy. It was just like a kind of nice hotel. And Chris, my guitarist, was like, yeah, we used to, like, last tour we were staying at Motel 6s every night. This is awesome. And then we realized that we had pulled up to Real Estate's hotel. It was not the place we were staying. Um, and we had to, and we were staying at a Motel 6. <laughs> we were so disappointed, but... Um, I bet it was I, the nicest I, one that you had ever stayed at. <laughs> but yeah, it was so I don't know. It was just cool kind of to see how comfortable touring can be and see, I don't know, how good their dynamic was as a band. Like they just seemed to really respect and care about each other. What about um, um, what about playing on a stage? Uh, you know, I've seen you play at Magnolia as a solo yeah. artist. And, you know, it's it's a new thing. Or, I mean, for everybody, it's a new thing at some point. But um, what was it like playing, like, bigger rooms and bigger crowds? I mean, did you find yourself, like, adopting a certain, um, I guess, approach or stance in the Mm -hmm. live setting? Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel more shy when when it's a bigger room. I think I definitely prefer more intimate venues that are full to venues that are really big that Mm -hmm. might not be many people, you know. I just, I don't know, just like playing more personal shows, but some of them were, some of the venues were bigger, but they were still really kind of intimate in a way, which was cool. Yeah. Um, And you have another tour coming up uh, in the new year with Faye Webster. And it's, I mean, I, I looked at the dates. It looks like it's all over the country. Um, Mm -hmm. um, And which is going to be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So how did that come about? Um, we, well, I, I have been a fan of her music for a few years. Um, and she, I, 
I don't know how exactly she found my music. Some one of our sort of mutual friends connections, I think, showed her my music and she reached out and said that she liked it. And then a few months later, I guess my booking agents, I work with High Road, they had been kind of pushing to get me to open and she uh, said yes. So I yeah, it was really exciting. That is fantastic. And is she going to are you going to be going to Europe with her? No, not the year. No, so that's going to be, I'm, I'm just going to Europe on my own. I don't know who, I'm sure we'll get like local openers or something, but oh, wow. yeah, I'm really excited for that. Should yeah, I'll bet. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's cl- closer to home. Um, we, we mentioned Parker, Amy, um, of Good Dog Nigel, who was in your video. Um, you also recorded a song together that was released on a Space Bomb compilation um is this uh what was the composition process like with this did you write it together or this one he actually wrote alone and then he want he wanted me as a feature on it um and so he sent me the part and I learned it and I recorded it just sort of I, I think I was home and I it was it came together really fast I didn't have much time to learn it or record it so I ended up recording it uh just in my my brother's old room at my mm-hmm. mom's house um, but yeah, it was really fun. It was during COVID, so we kind of had to piece it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's you know it's it's um, you know it sort of stands apart from the other songs that we've been listening to in terms of style. You know, it's got that sort of country rock twangy type mm-hmm. thing. Um, I wonder if we can listen to this and then come back and do one more break. I know you've got to run, but I would love to come back and talk after this one and go yeah. out with another one yeah sounds good okay awesome so this is uh this is ain't it funny uh good dog nigel featuring kate bollinger uh right here on wtju
Funny, it's Good Dog Nigel, featuring Kate Bollinger, and uh, that is on a uh, Space Bomb compilation that is called, and I have it written down, and you could uh, keep track of it too, a little bit at a time, and um, Kate Bollinger is with us. Thank you so much again for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Here on WTJU, and um, you know, you actually... It was mentioned earlier, you're a UVA grad and um, and used to be a DJ here at WXTJ. Um, and I was wondering, you know, we were talking a little bit during the song, um, you know, what was it like uh, with your, your social circle at UVA? I mean, you were, you know, I guess you were doing your thing and you were playing shows and things like that. Did they, um, how, how did, how, how did they receive you and how, you know, um, how do you think your friends saw you as a, as a musician at UVA? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I have, I have a handful of friends that I went to high school with and sort of grew up with who also went to UVA. And so they, like throughout high school, I was playing shows and stuff and they kind of just knew that it was something that I liked to do, but it was just like anything else I guess like they didn't I don't know they didn't think of it in any crazy way well I I feel like it's not terribly unusual for college students to play shows or do you know like um you know at any number of types of places when did it dawn on them or when did you notice it dawn on them that you were like you know building something that was pretty sturdy and going places uh I think maybe with, I mean, with the Spotify stuff, I feel like that was sort of surprising to everybody. Yeah, um, I'm glad you brought that up because I have it in my notes. I just wrote the word Spotify and I've neglected to ask anything about that. Um, what do you mean when you when you mention Spotify? I mean, I have a feeling, but. I, get, I mean, I guess just sort of the playlisting part of Spotify. I think it's such a weird thing because I, I feel like a lot of people will sort of build a following in a town and and then the internet like receives them after that but I feel like it sort of happened in a backwards way for me where nobody like my friends liked my music and certain people in town liked my music but it was like something happened on the internet and with Spotify where I just started getting on a bunch of playlists and then people in Charlottesville I think started liking my music after that I don't know so when uh when they put you on the playlists I mean was it something like you found out from other people or did they contact you and say we'd like to put your song on fresh finds or um I, well so the first one actually wasn't even spotify it was this youtube curator named david dean burkhart okay. um, he just he emailed me and said that he wanted to put my song he had found my song and he wanted to put it on his youtube um and i said yes and i sent him the file and the artwork and everything and he put it on there and then from there, I feel like people kind of like playlist curators kind of started to find out. I feel like they all are plugged into the same stuff and all look at each other's playlists and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It's just kind of this weird lucky thing where the right person found my song. And you really noticed when you dropped on those playlists that your, you know, your stream numbers shot up and mm-hmm. um, got a yeah. lot of... Um, 
got a lot of attention, probably added a lot of followers. Yeah. Is social yeah. media a big part of how you personally promote your music? Yeah, I definitely. Mm -hmm. I think so. yeah. um, it's really interesting to see how people find music these days. And it's like fascinating what you just said that um, it sort of <laughs> your, your following was almost international before it was local on, yeah. you know, in some way. Um, mm -hmm. And there was another discovery of your music, which like really, I it just blew me away when I heard about it. And I'll, I'll get to that by, by, ask, by mentioning that you have a songwriting credit on the new album by Kanye West. I don't know if anybody's heard of him, but on the deluxe version specifically, um, there you are. And I believe John also has a songwriting credit for the same song. So what's that all about, Kate? Yeah, um, we, so John and I, John is my collaborator and producer um, of everything that I've put out um, to this point, but he and I wrote my song Candy together. Um, and just sometime over the summer, I, I remember getting a call from my managers and they told me that um, they had got this sort of vague email from someone like some artist's lawyer just saying that one of their clients wanted to use a sample from one of my songs. And then they kind of had to ask some questions and follow up and stuff. And they found out that it was Kanye. Um, and we just clear, obviously like cleared the rights right away. Cause we just were so excited and, you know, wanted it to happen. And then he ended up releasing a version of the song without the sample. Mm -hmm. um, and I was really surprised actually that they gave me and that they gave John and I songwriting credit. They really didn't have to do it, but because of song interpolation, because his song was sort of inspired by Candy, they gave us Whoa. both credit. So it feels like we sort of cheated the system a little bit, but I'm not complaining. No, that's amazing. So it's the song Candy. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, and has that led to any other attention? I mean, you know. Uh, yeah. I think it would have maybe if it was the sample, but mm -hmm. it's been sort of just this secret thing that we get to be excited about. Mm -hmm. I um, so uh, I know we had, we had said we were going to play Shadows, and I'll, I will play Shadows, but having talked about, um, I'll play Shadows a little later, but having talked about Candy, I feel like, um, we ought to listen to that, um, if that's cool. And uh, gosh, I guess that's pretty much all I really, I mean, I have other things to, to ask or talk about, but those are the big ones. Um, how's, uh, how's Richmond going, though? How do you like living there? I really like it. I've barely been here. I feel like I've been just in and out of town yeah. a bunch, but I love it here. It's close enough to Charlottesville, but you're not in Charlottesville. Exactly. Yeah, I needed to leave. As much as I love Charlottesville, I was born there and I grew up there and I went to college there. Exactly. So. Are there, and you probably still see people from Charlottesville in Richmond. Yeah. Um, so, what is the rest of the year for you? Just getting ready for those shows with yeah. Faye and writing songs and doing promo for the new EP? Pretty much, yeah. When it comes out. Cool. And we mentioned that you're playing at the Broadberry on uh, December 11th, a week from today. Um, are there any shows, any other shows in between now and the tour with Faye Webster, um, specifically anything in Charlottesville? Not at the moment, but mm -hmm. we have a show in Charlottesville that we haven't 
actually, yeah, I get, I think we, I don't think we've announced it yet, but I'm going to be playing in Charlottesville uh, early next year. Okay, great. Awesome. Um, well, we will look forward to that and uh, continue to play your stuff. Um, I just want to say thank you again for, uh, for joining us today um, and taking time out of your schedule and uh, congratulations on, you know, just um, all the attention you've been getting, all the love on Spotify and, um, and getting signed to Ghostly. It's, it's really exciting to see this happen. Um, and especially during the pandemic when I guess everybody thought like nothing would happen. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's like, it's like your career kind of has taken off during this time period when everything feels stagnant. So it's, it's all the more special. Um, well, cool. Well, um, we will stay in touch and, uh, we're going to listen to, uh, to Candy, uh, by Kate Bollinger. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. I'm sorry. 